Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, magical girl-inspired masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen. Karen. Super Idols RPG, the internet's premier narrative play podcast about super-powered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold. Must be 13 years or older to listen because we do sometimes say Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us. That's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool and it's a fun show and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details. Autumn's armies marched upon the world. People from all over. Different planets, different realms, joined the fight to stop the corrupted from taking the forgotten realms. Gods, demons, celestials, all joined forces, hoping to stop the spread of the far realms. But it was too much, it was too strong. And now our heroes, our brave five heroes, are barely holding the line. Join us at BaldaTheSevenDice.com so that this tale will not be forgotten, so we will know how to hold back the creatures of the Far Realms before it's too late. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads, and let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And... Truly you are, but if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter, at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Variables, and welcome to another episode of Control Group. I am Sarah, your GM this time around, playing Gardens of Glass using the Petticoats and Proposals playbook written by Sarah Williams. With me, I have some players and characters. Hey, my name is Dennis, and I'll be playing Henri de Messai. I'm Marcus, and I play Princess Rosalina Cunningham. Uh, Nick, and I play Braxter St. Tillings. When last we left our intrepid Regency heroes at the Gardens of Glass, they had been invited to a rather tense tea party hosted by the Lady Wintrose. That was some bullshit. <laughs> with, with much interrupting and very invasive questions from Duchess Thornbell. Thank you for saying so eloquently, Sarah, what I tried to say. <laughs> <laughs> Along the way, Baxter got to know little Annabelle Benson some more, and found out that she knows quite a bit about the comings and goings of the garden. She is a wellspring of 
gossip. And knowledge about insects. Hell yeah. Rosalina got to know the Lady Ivy Wintrose a little better and was even promised a harp performance after learning that she was somewhat of a musical prodigy. They're basically married now. Henri was able to make it through the tea party despite Nanette's protestations that she was uninvited and has even promised to escort Lady Wintrose's lady's maid, Miss Purdy the Hale, into town the following day. And that following day is now. Oh, fuck. Media res. <laughs> it always sneaks up on you. <laughs> we are going to start with Baxter. You've been hearing little pieces of chatter around the staff that some members of the house will be going out into the neighboring town of Underwood today. And this all they were talking about? They are walking in the hall? <laughs> Look. Yep. We're so excited to go to Underwood today! <laughs> as, as well as figuring out exactly how much extra work they can take off their plates, especially as planning for the ball has begun, begun taking up more and more of everyone's time. Can, can I maybe run into James as one, of the, as one of the members of the house I know the best? <laughs> of course! I shall look for him, in fact. <laughs> you, you know that you can almost always find him outside, or especially in the gardens, as he is the groundskeeper. Oh, James, you're always outside. <laughs> <laughs> Never inside. I can always count on you. <laughs> That, that's my job. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, no. that, was, that was me talking. That. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no. I was, I was, I was just, I was just messing with you. <laughs> um, I think I'll wave to James. He's, I'm, I'm sure, engrossed in something important. Um. Yes. You see him kind of going around the paths of the estate leading up to the garden, uh, pulling up some errant weeds. Baxter this morning has a lighter air about him. He's dressed in his long, in a y- long uh, yellow pea coat, uh, oh. matching boots. He's very, he's very bright in summer. You see, uh, James kind of stand up. Uh, his sleeves are rolled up. His hair's a little messy. He's been doing hard work outside. Ah, oh. my dear Benson. Good morning, Baxter. What is this that I hear about uh, Underwood this morning? It's, the servants are all in a rage. All in a titter. <laughs> uh, probably, probably hoping to get some more work done with nobody around. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I, so I expect that Miss Lady Wintrust would expect me to go as well, eh? Hey? Uh, that's entire. That's entirely your choice. But uh, if you've never been out there, I, I highly recommend going out. Exactly my point of inquiry. What is under Underwood like? Tell me. It's a. It's a nice. A nice little town. Uh, before I got my work here, I lived out there for a little bit, before Annabelle was born. Uh, it's got a few shops, little assembly hall. They occasionally throw uh, public balls every now and again that anyone can join. And you know? Uh, I see. That is the... It's all about the balls, as it were. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, to an extent. Um, if you just want to go around and get some, so- get some shopping done uh, away from... All of the fancy goings-on up in the house. My apologies. There's a uh, post office, is there not? Should like to send a letter. There certainly is. Got a post, post shop, bookshop. Town's a little too small to have a separate dressmakers and tailors, so they're, they're a little combined. There's enough people to keep work going, but not enough to keep anybody swamped. So I expect you and Annabelle there. <sighs> Might I pray you, pry you away from your fabulous garden? If you're asking if I'll... Head into town as well. I, I, I believe I, I needed to anyway. I needed to see if a shipment of seeds had come in at the post. And well, Annabelle's been very good this week about not running into people. So I promised her some sweets at the bakery. Delightful. Well, I expect to see you uh, shortly. Of course. And Baxter will uh, we'll walk up. As as you walk off, uh, you just kind of catch out of the order, the corner of your eye. Uh, James kind of watching you, like kind of like watching you leave for a little bit with curiosity before he uh, returns to weeding the paths. Rosalina, staying closer to the main house and being friends with Phoebe, you've learned that uh, all three 
of the Wintrose children will be going into town today. Well, where are they going? Ivy is headed into town for a fitting, for a dress fitting, uh, because Phoebe is also going in for a dress fitting. You do know that there is a very small bookshop, and also from Phoebe you learn that uh, Sebastian is known too frequently. So who? So the Wintroses live around here, right? Yeah. The, the town is about a 30-minute carriage right away. And how, so, and, but Phoebe has one as well. How far are the, um, Thornbells? Uh, the Thornbells are currently staying at, at the estate with you guys. And how often are they around this, you know, town? Not very often. They only really come in once a year for the ball. Okay. As they are frequent guests of the Wintroses. Okay, well, I'll tag along with Phoebe, for sure. Are they, are they leaving now? In just a minute. They're kind of gathering up everybody and figuring out exactly how many carriages will be needed. <laughs> okay. But Phoebe is delighted that you will be coming with her. We can go shopping together! Oh, you have to see the dressmakers here. <laughs> They're way better than anything anywhere else, even London! Well, I always enjoy a new dress, but I would like to see if I could spy any rather unique tokens, if you get what my meaning. And I'll gesture to my <laughs> sword earrings that I'm still wearing and I've been wearing, I guess, for a week straight, I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess we could see. <laughs> That's Phoebe's way of saying no. <laughs> That's, they will not have that. Um, so I will... Okay, Let her cool. be so, nice about it, at least. <laughs> she's so cute. While everyone is preparing, I... I must say hello to my dear cousin. I, I'll be right back. All right. I'll go to Baxter. Do you see uh, Phoebe kind of head off? To get ready and uh, fetch Rowan to see if uh, they will be coming along as well. The three of you have kind of gotten your bearings of the estate a little bit, so you know your way around well enough to find most anyone. I think Bax has returned to his room. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine. I'll, I, can go, I can go straight to Bax. the first place you look at. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baxter is seated at, his, uh, at a small desk uh, by the window, staring forlornly out the window, <laughs> writing a letter. <laughs> Engrossed. And yeah, you two are staying at uh, Sycamore House, which is one of the guest houses on the estate. Morning, cousin. You were so early to rise, I could not find you this morning. This is only because you are never up at the proper hour. <laughs> oh, cousin. Did you, uh, did you enjoy uh, tea time last night? I don't think enjoyment was a matter of measure for that event. However, I was remarkably impressed that you handled yourself so well. We all know about your temper. Well, at least I know. Temper? I don't know what you mean. But thank you, cousin. Perfect. <laughs> I did have something to ask you, though. Yes, what is it? You can't truly be so mistrusting of Duke Laureate, can you? The Duke Laureate? Henri? Yes! Of course he... Look. You... You two seem to get along quite well at tea. I... I knew I had to speak with you and ask... What is it you seem to think that he's so mistrusting of? Close the door. All right. <laughs> and then as... I think like, before you can say anything, I'm just like... I don't know why the two of you got off on the wrong foot, but I've had a couple of incidents since we made it here, and the Duke Laureate has been nothing but nice to me. Good Lord, what have you done? Uh, nothing. It, it, was, it was all my fault. No, it didn't. All right, I shouldn't have told you. But look, I asked the Duke Laureate for their confidence and, and grace, and they gave me and more so they, You do understand that you have compromised us both now. Baxter uh, will sort of stare at him pointedly, and then look down to the letter that he was writing, and crumple it, and throw it in the, in the wastebasket. You don't even know what I've done. Being in that man's confidence, I assure you, it's not the best place to be. I, I, you, you have guessed right that, that while Henri has not helped me directly, his appearance here is altogether coincidental. I don't know why he should appear, why he should appear here, here and now, as I rise to this new appointment, Lady Winstrose's estate. I think I fear she hardly even knows the man, and yet here he is—a man that I haven't seen since the last day of the war, the great battle, in which 
I can only assume he blames me for the loss of <laughs> the entire war. Surely not. Well, the war is a much greater thing, Rosalina. It's not for us to decide if one won or one lost. But a battle, that is something more personal, especially to men scarred as we are. Changed forever by it. If, if you want my opinion, which I don't know if you do, but I'll be honest and say that I think the two of you have quite a lot in common. I think that you could become great friends. And uh, the you don't know what you're talking about. Lexer <laughs> stands and is standing for the first time now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Rosalina is really shocked at this. Rosalina, I, I thought that we could trust one another. So trust me when I say that I have your interests in mind as well as our families. And that is all that should matter. Especially when engrossed in this sordid affair of fake niceties. And if you've been caught up by Wintrose's game, then I assume all the more power to you. You are young. Uh, after this, uh, the two of you here are at the door. Who is it? Rowan Thornbell. Phoebe asked me to come collect Princess Rosalina. Uh, Baxter will go to the door after taking like one last look at Rosalina. Well, I assume it's silent. <laughs> Uh, on the other side is uh, the Honorable Rowan Thorndale. Good afternoon. I won't afternoon. keep Rosalina long, any longer. My apologies. Headed to town? Uh, not, not me. This will be a rare opportunity for us to see each other in a different light. I was told that you were coming to town. Uh, no, uh, Phoebe must have gotten overexcited. I'm feeling a little... A little mentally unwell. I believe it will be best for me to stay here at least. Well, it isn't my place, but fresh air, I feel, does most anyone good. Um, in fact, we will, like, wave Rosalina to the door. <laughs> yeah, so I'll start to leave and then kind of wait. Uh, and, like, have Rowan exit first and then just, like, peek back in. I can say one last thing. Of course you can trust me, cousin, but... You should know that the Duke Lawyer has mentioned aiding with your wedding matches more than you have. And I think that Aunt and Uncle would enjoy it if you at least make some considerations. That's all I'll say. If it's not with anyone else, if I have no hand in it, all right. But at least if we heard some sort of matchmaking in your future, everyone in the family wouldn't, wouldn't be upset to hear such news. And I'll leave. And as, as she leaves back soon, Sort of mutter to himself, like too late. And the two of you head out. I think I do a bad job of hiding uh, my uh, <laughs> uneasiness when I'm around Rowan. I mean, this time especially. I, I'm always like that, but <laughs> with Rowan, they they give you a, a warm smile. I I will think about possibly joining out. I I may just need some extra time to get ready if you wouldn't mind. Letting everyone else know. Of course, well, I, I must say, we would all enjoy your company. Of course, I... As I said, I will need a little extra time to get ready. And then it's just, like, awkwardly silent as we walk down the stairs. <laughs> yep, as you walk down the stairs. Henri! <laughs> yes? How are you taking this news of going into town? As it seems that you already had plans to go. Yeah, I think Henri was, you know, excited about this in his own way. So they've just been kind of milling around, walking around, trying their best just to avoid Nanette. Okay. Just waiting for, like, whatever, like, spoke-upon time he was going to meet with Perdita. Okay. While you're waiting for Perdita, uh, your eyes kind of go out the window, and you see, much to your dismay... The group kind of going into town gathered around around about like three relatively small carriages. Nanette is among them. Of course she is there. I think Henri will like make a start towards the outside, towards those carriages. And around this time, uh, the door to uh, Perdita's room opens. Uh, as Lady Wintrose's lady's maid and Lady Wintrose being more... More unorthodox than most other noble families. Perdita's room is just right down the hall. 
from Lady Wintrose's, and she yeah. opens the door, and you see that her uh, usual maid outfit has been swapped out for a little brown jacket and a deep green uh, walking dress. Henri will, like, take a moment to look upon Perdita, but just, like, steal a glance, and then continue towards Nanette. Uh, her eyes meet yours for a second as she, uh, finishes tying her bonnet. Um, okay, I'm ready to go. Thank you again so much for doing this for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. May and I, I truly apologize for this, madame, but, uh, could I steal away just a, a single moment before we head into town? Oh, uh, of course, I imagine that all the carriages need to be set up. Yes, of, of course. You just, uh, you wait right here, and I will be right back, I, I promise. Uh, she smiles and nods at you. Then I'll I'll head over to wherever Nanette is. Uh, you do see that Nanette is outside with the group of everyone else going to town. Uh, Nanette, um, perchance can I, uh, steal you away for just a second? Of course! <laughs> uh, as the three way Nanette kind of takes off. I'm going into town. What's wrong with that? Yes, and I... Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, one, uh, behave. Just a general rule of everything. <laughs> Do I, I believe I have... I have at least earned some favor with Prince Centelius, so... Should you see him in this town, I think now would be a great time to go introduce yourself, get... Gets upon his general knowledge, his radar. I was wondering when you'd start keeping up your end of the bargain. <laughs> radar? <laughs> there are radars here. We have radars. <laughs> Sonar technology is very old. <laughs> Super old. Basically, for some reason. But if, um, should this uh, fall apart, I do... I do have someone else I think I should introduce you to. You're that way. Um, is... Colonel Ashford anywhere in view? <laughs> um, yes, he is talking with Lord Alexander. Henri will just look over to Colonel Ashford. Eh, Colonel wouldn't be bad. There's father's a general. Some means in standing. Then you can work your way up, I truly do not care. Alright, but just, you do your best not to embarrass me with all your doom and gloom. Henri just, like, silently heel-turns away and walks back towards Perdita. Uh, Nanette scoffs, and you kind of catch it in the corner of your eye. She actually goes over to join, uh, Henry and Alexander in their conversation, which has become quite animated. Ooh. Perdita sees you and kind of straightens up her bag, makes sure her, uh, coat is buttoned up. Um, you, uh, you, and, like, Henry's, like, rolling his hand around trying to he's trying to pl- or they're trying to play it off mm-hmm. like they're trying to search for the words in English but they do know what they want to say they just don't want to say it roll to keep your composure nice hell yeah that will be plus grace that, give me that. We that 7 plus awesome. 2 that's a 9 okay on a 7 to 9 you do well enough but your keeper will do one of the following force you to make a hard choice Give you success at a cost, or someone will misinterpret your actions. Shit. I think with this, someone will misinterpret your actions. God damn it. Perdita sees you trying to struggle to farm words. It's like, oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Is something wrong? Do I have something on my face? Do I have something on my face? No, no, no. You, um, (laughs) he's back in the, they're in the same fucking trap again. Uh, you, um. It's a, it's a beautiful day, is it? Look, I understand. You're a Duke Laureate, and if you don't want to be seen just with a American lady's maid, I, I understand. Damn. Henri <laughs> <laughs> uh, will not respond verbally. But he will crack a little bit of a smirk and then <laughs> offer up the, the crook of his arm to Perdita. She will take it, and you... You do see that Perdita's face is slowly, slowly just inching shades closer to her hair. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, uh, may I ask what business you have in town? Today is my day off, and I did ask Lady Wintrose, and she was also willing to give me tomorrow night off. I was hoping to attend uh, the ball at the 
assembly tomorrow evening. Yeah. As during the autumnal ball, I will be spending most of the time getting things ready for Lady Wintrose. So, she said that it would be nice if I could have a night of dancing and revelry for myself. Yeah, I think uh, every pretty lady deserves that. <laughs> Thank you. So I was going in to take care of some shopping I had before then. Of course. What is the what is the purpose of a bird if you cage it? You know. Uh, she blushes harder at that. <laughs> yes, I just needed to go visit uh, the dressmakers. Old friend of mine works there and has been working on a dress for me, and I just need to pick it up. Of course, I shall escort you the entire way. I am not the keenest on the fashion, but I have a little bit of a Parisian flair. I would definitely say so, and then I would need to, of course, pick up the mail for the household. Henri's out of, like, a witty flirt, so he's just silent at that one. (laughs) I hope you'll enjoy Underwood. It's a really... Nice town. Everyone there is just lovely. We shall see. She doesn't quite know how to respond to that. (laughs) But by now, uh, the two of you have reached outside with the rest of the groups, and you two are the last to hop into a carriage. And you are sharing this carriage with Sebastian and Rowan. Baxter and Rosalina, you two are riding with Phoebe and the twins. (laughs) Uh, and Nanette is riding with James and Annabelle. Nice. That's kind oh, of and, spot. Oh, and Henry. Forgot about Henry. <laughs> I bet Nanette would love Annabelle. Okay. <laughs> 100% she would. <laughs> so, as we go in through the carriages, we're going to start. We're going to keep going with uh, Henri and Perdita with Sebastian and Rowan. Huh. Sebastian is kind of absent mind. Sebastian is reading a book. Uh, Rowan is kind of smiling at the two of you. <laughs> to Gloriot, I did not uh, think we would find you about town today. Uh, well, Prince Baxter and my cousin convinced me. And me and Sebastian. Yes, Sebastian, you are... Uh, why are you going into town? Are you uh, finding some sort of game or excitement there? It's the only place I can really pick up any new books. I prefer not to bandy about my family's name to get something that I can just get myself. I know how it is, Sebastian. There's only like one Barnes and Noble there. Henri, roll plus insight for me. Okay, cool. Ooh, 11. You know that they could say more, but they are not saying more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I wanted to, to roll plus charm to kind of win them over. You can serve, yes. Uh, who are you winning over? Can I do, uh, do both? I just want to, like, lift up the carriage as a whole. <laughs> yeah. You gotta tell us. <laughs> to see how well I can, uh, how many plates I can spin at once, you know? I'll, I'll allow it. Roll plus charm. <laughs> Nine. Nine? They'll do as you ask, but you will owe them a favor in return. So how are you trying to win Sebastian and Rowan over? It's, um, as I've been told by Miss Hale, and I'll look over to P- Perdita real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, this town seems quaint and uh, droll. I think it will lend itself well to have some sort of, you know, higher influence as whole motion towards Sebastian or um, a bit of charm to it as whole motion towards Rowan. Well, uh, Sebastian, you go into town quite frequently, uh, don't you? Uh, Sebastian actually closes his book uh, and adjusts uh, and kind of removes the monocle from his eye and tucks it into his jacket pocket. Yes, I go into town quite frequently. I find it less stifling than the estate. <laughs> what you gotta go to town for, is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is what I'm want. That is what uh, Henri is wondering. Ain't much things to go to town for back in the day. Um, Henri, <laughs> since you're trying to figure out that, I'm gonna have you roll to go. study a situation. Okay, perfect. Ah, shit. That's a six. Henri doesn't know um, what's going on here, but I do have to promise them something. So Henri yep. will go, If you should ever find yourself bored or not having the best time in town, feel free to uh, 
come to your friend balcony. <laughs> the life of the party. <laughs> you actually managed to get a smirk out of Sebastian with that. I suppose I might. If you don't mind my candidness, it's frankly refreshing to have someone at the estate paid with a sense of humor, as it were. And you see Rowan smile at that. The only thing you're able to pick up on, kind of the thing you picked up from the start, is that Rowan and Sebastian have a definitely, like, friendship that goes way back. Mm-hmm. Then we are going to move on to the St. and Cunningham twins and Phoebe. <laughs> How many people can we fit in a wagon room? I feel like it's a tight uh, fit. It's a little... It, uh, with you, Phoebe, and Ivy, it's a little bit of a tight fit, but Ivy is rather petite, so it's not terrible. Right I definitely think it's Ivy. like... I think it's like, yeah, definitely like Rosalina in the middle, oh, Ivy, no. Phoebe, <laughs> one side, then Baxter, uh, Alexander, no side. Should I roll to keep my composure? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, roll to keep your composure. Baxter's looking at Rosalina oh, as, the, as the card is mostly silent. And he looks at Rosalina and he's like, oh my god, she better keep her composure right <laughs> <laughs> I got a great roll. What's what's the stat for that, though? Grace. Uh, oh, perfect. I got a 12 then. Nice. On a 10+, plus, you are able to fulfill your goal and take plus one forward on your next roll. Oh, and Phoebe gets a plus one as well. As my... Oh, delightful yes, delightful company. company. So I guess my goal was to um, not show the sweat drop going down my neck. <laughs> As I am, um, like, scrunched up next to Ivy, I guess, and start the conversation. Uh, as everyone's just kind of staring at each other, maybe, so I want to... Uh... Yes, uh, you do see that Ivy is kind of mulling something over in her head. Something that Alexander has picked up on. Mom, sister, it's Phoebe, you can share with the class. Hi, I'm worried about Sebastian. Next, sort of perks up his ears. Whatever for? This, this can't leave this carriage, okay? You can trust us. There's someone in town. Wait, wait, wait. We must make assurances. And <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep it between ourselves. Some sort of pact. That only we will remember. I'll tell you what we did in the war. You want me to bleed on my hand? Of course not, Alexander. It need not be as serious as that. But we did in the war. So you extended our pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Looped them thusly, Rosalina. Demonstrated me. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. And therefore, embark and uh, a pact, a pact between the two of us. Secrecy, never to be split until our pinkies withered to the purple. I do so swear. <laughs> the pinky is <laughs> the most legally binding <laughs> Will you so swear, uh, Miss, Miss Ivory? Ivy, Ivy will extend uh, her pinky and Alexander will do the same. Alright, tell us. We are all sworn. Uh, Phoebe's just gonna take her hand back because nobody offered her her hand. A long, long time ago, there was a young lady in town. She worked at the dressmakers. She and Sebastian were very, very close. Until, and well, someone, I don't know who, someone ratted him out to the Duchess. And Ivy nods. Duchess Thornbell told our mother, and we don't know exactly what was said or why, but whatever happened, uh, Sebastian stopped seeing her, and it's the reason he's so cold. I'm shouting. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Alexander's natural. Vexter is annoyed. He's kind of loud. You've noticed that he's kind of loud and boisterous by nature. <laughs> Alexander, you don't have to shout. Yes, uh, Sebastian has become rather uncomfortable with his position afterwards. That is quite a grievous thing. And you are worried that Shrip Chan will surface an old wound? You said it was a long time ago. Did you not? Uh, yes, but, well, again, this cannot leave the couch. We, I, I hope you will hold up your end of the promise, but I do not think Sebastian has quite moved past it. Ah, you suspect that he's been making visits? How recently? I, I, I don't know. I try to keep to myself. There's too many secrets in the house. As uh, there are in all great houses. Rosalina, what do you think of this? Did we aid our new friend? 
There's got to be something we can do for Sebastian. Uh, I guess the first matter of business is whether or not you're worried for Sebastian or worried for your family. They are two different things. Uh, Alexander is actually gonna come up downstairs. Our family's going to be fine. Sebastian's our brother and kind of miss how he used to be. He used to be, well, funnier and really fun to have at parties. He's always smart and charming. Truly. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Uh, and, and Ivy would like He was. He was very witty. He's just solid. Oh, then. It would be a crime to not to restore the man to his former grace. Therefore, we must do everything in our power to allow him time to meet this woman. What was what, what was her name? Do we know of it? Um, yes, uh, Phoebe and I were going to visit her uh, today. Miss Jane Woodbridge. She and her stepmother own the dressmaker shop. We just, we will have to, on Miss Woodbridge, to have confidence with Sebastian, and not let anyone else find out that it was not here party to the pinky promise. Um, hmm. I need to roll something. Therefore, I think it best that, yes, we should have a party in company with Miss Woodbridge and Sebastian without letting Sebastian know of your involvement with Miss Woodbridge. Therefore, uh, before he might be jealous and or uh, uncomfortable having an audience. <laughs> I guess we, we wouldn't want uh, dear Sebastian to feel any other... Whilst the rest of us stay with the other half of our party and act as if his absence were no matter at all. And as this conversation draws to a close, you feel the carriages also kind of come to a stop. Good lord. We're in the town already. <laughs> As the three of you get out of the carriage, uh, Rosalina, you feel a small kind of tug at the back of your coat, and you see Phoebe looking uncharacteristically, like, turns inward. And everyone else has left the carriage? Uh, the twins have, at least. Baxter, have you? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave the carriage. We're, we're plotting to do. <laughs> The game is a foot. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Alexander and uh, Ivy. All right, yeah, I'll, 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 okay. um, I'll scoot back to her, I guess. Uh, Phoebe, we arrived. Uh, you sounded so excited to meet into town. I'm never told. I'm Sebastian. No. But, but you can't tell anyone I told you. Please. Tell me everything that happened, did you? Rowan is the only member of my family who cares about me, and I can't bear to lose them. What does this have to do with Rowan? Rowan's the one who told! <laughs> no! I thought it was you! Oh. <laughs> it's even worse! No, no, no. No, oh. no. It, it, it wasn't me. I, I didn't even know. And I didn't even know until the engagement was called off. Oh, my. oh God, there's an engagement. Damn. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, you see that Phoebe is just kind of like constantly... She's just speaking to keep from freaking out. I didn't even know until the engagement was was called off. They were planning to run away together, and and Rowan, Rowan, Rowan told my aunt. Okay, I'll I'll take take her hands. Phoebe, it, it, it's all right. I'm sorry. I just couldn't keep that in. No, 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 no. This is good. Now I can be a bit more prepared. I don't want to get in the way of anything with your family, but no, please do. My mother wants me to win Sebastian over and get a proposal. Oh, damn, this is going deep. I I don't want to. Not, 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 not since he's in love with someone else. So if we were to help Sebastian along in this situation that he happened to be in, then it would also free you up from your, your aunt once you've taken as well. You were at the tea party, you know my aunt. She won't stop until she gets what she wants. Rosalina, are you coming? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. One, one moment. With all of us together, we can find a way for this to work. There was one more thing my aunt wanted. If your cousin, if if he doesn't want to catch my aunt's eye, he needs to stay away from the grounds. Oh my. From the grounds? I'm not allowed on the grounds? <laughs> <laughs> my, my aunt hears about everything, and... Rowan's too afraid of her to do anything about it. I 
I feel so understand how wherever my cousin goes, there's another war. <laughs> but yes, I'll, I'll. Thank you for telling me this. That's that like I'll a speak to him. Threat, dude. Oh man. <laughs> it's just gonna kick off. Okay. Now let's go see what we can do about helping along with Sebastian. Okay. Can I roll for something? Yes. What would you like to I do? I don't know what movie it would be, but can I tell if if Phoebe like has feelings for for Sebastian or no? Like, was was she covering up for like? I would say that would be a study a situation. Okay. Which is what is that? Uh, uh, plus wit. Okay. Damn it. Five. Uh, Marky XP. Potential. Has anyone leveled up yet? I, I haven't. No. <laughs> oh. Okay, I so uh, take know. your level up. <laughs> take your level up. Continue. So, oh, wait, I wanted to. I wanted to continue. <laughs> uh, I wanted to, to uh, like, yes. talk to Phoebe. There's uh, a real quick. Okay. So, uh, so you don't have. There's a lot of variables involved. However, at the moment, I believe that the best course of action is for you and I, and you, Miss Phoebe, to go to this Miss Woodbridge. Tell her of this plan of action. See that she is amenable to it. Whilst Alexander and I make pleasantries with Sebastian and allow him the exit that he needs by inviting everyone to the town ball by happening tonight, thereby distracting them of Sebastian's absence. Yay or nay? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lovely, cousin. I'm excited to meet Miss Whistwood Bridge. You hear the voice of the GM in the back of your head. Uh, the ball is tomorrow night. Damn it! The autumnal ball. <laughs> Fuck! Wait, no, no, but there wasn't there was, there was like a ball in town. Not the autumnal ball. Yeah, no, the assembly ball is. Damn right. it! <laughs> the autumnal balls even later. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, get rid of my plan then. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. No, 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 no. Um, we, well, no, mix. I thought you meant you were like making up something in related to the ball. It'll work. Because <laughs> why would you? Why would you go and steal him away and be like, we have to go to the ball? It's in twelve hours. Like. You, uh, we'll, we'll make I meant we're going to to somewhere so they won't notice that he's gone. Why might Oh. We'd be engaged in an activity. Um, at this point, uh, you hear from Alexander. Draw the bookstore. Mm-hmm. My brother always did enjoy finding something he's never found before. It was one of those things loud. Appeal to his real red Or Sebastian, into the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of us are engaged as well. Yes? Perfect. Phoebe nods, and Ivy will nod as well. At this point, the second carriage pulls up. With Nanette, James and Annabelle, and Henry. How'd that cart ride go? Annabelle is hiding behind her father's coat. <laughs> Nanette keeps talking on and on about uh, happenings in Paris and Boston. And Henry Ashford is currently longing for the sweet embrace of death. Classic. He is bored out of his mind. <laughs> and lastly, the carriage containing Rowan, Sebastian, Henri, and Perdita. And as the four of you step out of the carriage, you do see something you hadn't noticed before. Sebastian has kind of another coat tucked up under his arm. I need to get this repaired. Rowan nods. Of, of course. Uh, I'll come with you. Do Gloria? Miss Hale? As uh, Sebastian and Rowan kind of head away from you and Perdita. Henri. Henri will begin walking into town with Perdita at his side. There is definitely something going on there. I just can't place my finger upon it. I, I don't know if it's my place to divulge secrets of the household. <laughs> of course not. You are the one who works under the secret keeper. You must come in contact with a lot of uh, sensitive information. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's alright, and other times it's rather disheartening. Yes. Uh, secrets, they're like a, a ball and chain. They weigh you down, make you... Consider every step before you take it. Heavy. Yes, exactly. It's, it's a terrible feeling. But I, we didn't come to town to feel terrible. My first stop is the post office. <laughs> Let us go to the post then. The two of you begin kind of walking along the paths of the town. And we are going to cut to the dressmakers. The dressmakers? Yes, with Ivy, Phoebe, and Rosalina. <laughs> Sebastian and Rowan went to the bookstore. Sebastian, you don't know where Sebastian and Rowan went. But they didn't come here, though, right? Not to your knowledge. I guess the three of us will walk together, and I'm just... Let's say, uh, get something of what Sebastian must have been put through. No idea. He's been holding on to this for so much, so long. The three of you enter the dressmakers, and you see, just kind of around the wall, you see bolts of all sorts of fabric and 
every color you can think of. You see ribbons draped along the wall, and you see uh, a woman uh, in her late 40s uh, working very hard at some handmade lace. But she's not the one who notices you. A much younger woman, around 24 or so, takes sea green ribbon down from the wall. Oh, uh, welcome. I'll be with you in a moment. Oh, Lady Winchose, uh, Lady Thornbell, I, I have some designs to show you. She's rather tall than most of the ladies you've seen, Princess Rosalina. She's she's quite tall with kind of long limbs and very quick movements. She has long, dark hair pulled into kind of a low, loose bun at the nape of her neck. And she wears a sort of simple-looking brown dress with a apron tied at her waist. Well, I don't want to interrupt them. A pleasure to meet you. I am Princess Rosalina Cunning. You see her execute a perfect curtsy. Wow. <laughs> Execution. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll return it. Um, Miss Jane Woodbridge, my stepmother over there, and my other proprietors of this shop. Jane. What a lovely name. I always wish that was my name. Anywho, uh, I'm loving experiencing all that your town has to offer. Uh, of course, are you here to buy a dress? You know what? I want to tell her, um, I, well, we have a bit of a message to bring to you. Isn't that right, Ivy? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> I, Ivy kind of looks at you for a minute and then realizes what you mean and then nods. Yes. Uh, and she just kind of nods to you as Ivy has realized that you're a little more sociable than her. Or, uh, reckless. <laughs> Impulsive. Yes. I'm sorry, you, you don't know me, but uh, I've heard... I heard tell of a story between you and um, someone else that I know, and I felt the way that everything happened, it was, it was unjust. And I know that if, if I ever knew anything that I could do to help true love blossom, I would do everything that I could. If if Sebastian wants to apologize to me, he can come and do it himself. <gasps> wow! I no. didn't expect that. Uh, no. No. He's the one who broke things off with me. I had no idea. I'll turn to Ivy. Is this true? It, he didn't want to. But. And Jane uh, kind of like puts out a hand to kind of like let Ivy know that she'll take it from there. His mother and Duchess Thornbell. Duchess Thornbell convinced his mother to disinherit him if we were to marry. And he had a choice and he chose his position. That's just how it is, I suppose. Someone, no offense meant, but your types. Moneyed types. Again, I... I truly mean no offense to the three. Yeah, no offense. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I suppose I can't disagree. We already know men are idiots, but tossing money into the equation doesn't exactly help things. Now, I just, I just wanted to ask you one thing. All right. What if you could get a bit more time with Sebastian? What if you could say to him everything that you wanted to say? Would you? Would you want to speak to him? I, I won't ask you to give him another chance, but would you want to see where things are between the two of you? Rosalina, roll to win some ah, Charm. Charm. Oh, it's not a ball, but I can still do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, eight. All right. On the side. Okay. So she'll do as you ask, but you will owe her a favor in return. <laughs> that's that's funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I I suppose it wouldn't hurt to clear the air, even things off. Well, break things off cleanly. Well, unless he is willing to make a different choice about us, but I can't worry about that right now. But you are here for the autumnal ball, yes? Every year. Hmm. I I hope this wouldn't be too presumptuous of me or too much to ask, but have you ordered a dress by any chance? I think I... Uh, I didn't think about it at all, actually. I was going to say I have, but I don't think I don't think Rosalie would have, no. So, I... Must say, that had completely slipped my mind. <laughs> well, most of the other guests usually bring in gowns from somewhere a little fancier. So, my stepmother and I won't have too much to do. The townspeople do a pretty good job of keeping their fashions. I'd be willing to I'd be willing to create something for you, if you wouldn't mind. Nice. I would be honored. Ambition has always been a fault of mine. <laughs> well, I would love to see your work. I'm elated to get the chance. She smiles at that, and she says, All right, when I'm done with these two fittings, I can take some measurements. Now tell me, do you prefer lace 
Oh, no dice. And we are gonna do a little scene transition. Baxter. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. So, so uh, Baxter would be with everybody else, right? Henri and Perdita, or they are Henri and Perdita doing their own thing. On are Henri and Perdita on their own? Yeah, I believe we're going to the post by oh, ourselves. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So it's just yeah. me, yeah. Alexander, Sebastian, and Rowan. Fuck, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, they're going to the post. You see that James and Annabelle have broken off, and they are also headed toward the post. Come on, Nick. We've done improv together for how long? I know. <laughs> I know. But, 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 but the only things talk. I can think of are seem fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to do something witty. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, as they near the bookstore, and, <laughs> and Sebastian's eyes are like, like unlighted <laughs> with, with beer. Like, turns to Alexander, like, looks at Alexander. Alexander doesn't have anything to say, so it looks back to Baxter. Baxter looks at the group and says, Lady Thornbell? Uh, 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 what, what, how, what would be the proper way to say... Uh, the Honorable. The Honorable. There we go. There we go. The Honorable! Rowan. Rowan uses that. Yeah, I know, yeah. So, uh, trying to think of what is the proper way to Rowan say Rowan has a high rank, don't they? They are currently the Honorable. Uh, they have not become Duke Laureate yet. Yeah. Trained for it. Wow, by the way. The Honorable like, Rowan. Don't just I would be honored. Uh... Yes, Prince Saint. Be honored if you would show me your favorite part of this town. <laughs> I, being a stranger oh. here, I uh, would love to know more of the country. Of course, uh, we're nearing on the bookstore right now. Which is... That is your favorite place in the town. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought that it would have not quite seemed well well mannered enough for me to just say the bakery. Oh, the bakery! I do adore bakery. <laughs> I would, I would ever so like to go to the bakery. Now you can see why we're, we're family, because we're both, <laughs> we're both yelling I, 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 Sincerely, and then he, like, like as he's talking, just sort of, like, escorts Rowan. <laughs> you know, I, I can't tell you the last time that I went to a, a decent bakery. I, I fear that the, the, the profession is, is going away. Uh, I feel like in the future there will be no bakery. <laughs> another, another... Probably much nicer ones that a prince will find, but at least these actually do a decent enough job of sort of filling you as it were. Well was. said! <laughs> uh, is it family owned? Uh, oh, of, of course. It's been around for a few generations. I, I should ever so like to meet them. My father them. used to take me there all the time. I would love to meet them. My father used to take me, Phoebe and Ivy, there all the time. Oh, that is quite special to you, then. Um, if, if you wouldn't mind showing me, I, I lead the way. Rowan actually smiles at that. I know, this is what I was worried about. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan takes you to the bakery. It smells like heaven. Oh, it's actually good. All right. <laughs> like, should I have rolled to keep my composure in that scene? <laughs> yeah, I rolled to keep your composure. <laughs> I feel like I was playing fast and loose with the rules. Oh, no. I mean, this is <laughs> this is what alpha testing is for. <laughs> I rolled the snake eyes. <laughs> Fuck these control group dice. <laughs> I've been rolling high, baby. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> take your XP. Uh, wait, I can act out of desperation. <laughs> yes, you can perform an act of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> no, we to have to go to the bakery. You, you say. <laughs> so, for the variables listening at home, an act of desperation is a move in here where by decreasing your maximum goodwill points by one, you can turn any roll you make into an automatic 12. Yeah, I feel like, one, I have to, and also it makes sense the situation as Baxter is involving himself quite unnecessarily in the situation, <laughs> and therefore trading some of his goodwill. Alright, so decrease your maximum goodwill by okay. one, and uh, you, you quickly hold it together as you actually listen to Rowan explain the very many good memories they have of this place with their father, uh, Phoebe and the twins. Oh. He used to take all of us here when we were children. Made my mother terribly cross. <laughs> I w why should she be cross? Because it is beneath you? That, and she didn't. She worried that our weights would make us seem unseemly to future suitors, but we were, we were just children. I think Baxter will, uh, Gesture to the counter, or I, I assume there's counters back there. Other uh, counters? I don't know. Just yeah, there's there's a counter in which you see kind of a 
rotund older man uh, pulling some loaves of bread out of an oven. A gesture for a, a sweet that's, that's, that's on display. I say, I just say that this sweet has more integrity <laughs> than half the people I've met in my life. <laughs> it's beneath no one. And uh, I'll actually take a bite. Good lord, that's delicious. You do. What you've picked up appears to be a much smaller version of a usual tart that you would see at an afternoon tea. You taste it, and it's a very delicious peach tart. Peach. Those ones are always father's favorites. Peach is my favorite as well. Reminds me of, um, eh, never mind. Reminds you of what, if you don't mind my asking? Oh, a younger time. Have, have you been here often? To this, this, this pastry? Was it, uh, Anger, Lady Wintrose? If I were to order some sweets for the upcoming bowl? I, I don't think she'd, I don't think she'd mind. I don't want to I, upset anyone's arrangement. If anything, you'll just up- upset my mother and, well. And well? <laughs> she'll, she'll run around and fume for a while, but she'll eventually calm down. As long as it doesn't cause you concern. I think I should be okay. Good, because I'm quite addicted to these things. <laughs> that takes another another bite. Uh, to answer your question, I don't come here that much anymore. Not after my father passed. This was always our place. Then we must have it at the ball. Dear sir. Uh, oh! Uh, what is your name? <laughs> little, little Robert Thornbrill. Oh, I'm so much taller now. <laughs> oh my god, her. You are so. I, I believe he's having a fish. <laughs> he's just barking. <laughs> uh, yes, you see this. He's adjusting these very thick spectacles. Uh, we are. Uh, I'm a visitor to this to this city, to the uh, Winterest estate. I should. Ah! I am ever so taken to your desserts here, uh, particularly the peach variety. Uh, I believe my companion can hears. Uh, fond of them as well. I should like to order, um, how many people coming to the ball? 500? <laughs> and Rowan will more like, more like 250. 250. Ah, uh, yes. So I would like, um, let's make it even 300. Uh, would that be, uh, amenable uh, to you? Uh, it's like working around the clock, but I've got enough people. As long as I'm not causing you any undue effort. As he writes down the order. It should be a labor of love. And uh, where would you like me to uh, send an invoice for this? I can pay you now if you like. <laughs> you see a sly look cross Rowan's face. Duchess Beatrice Thornwell. Next it turns to Rowan. I like the way you think. <laughs> yes, that, that, that name is as good as any. <laughs> and as the two of you sort of leave the bakery. With receipt in hand. <laughs> Rowan kind of looks to you. Oh, thank you. Saint-Louis. For what? You're the one who escorted me about here. Yeah? Desire should be thanking you. Thank you for for listening. That is all I do. As we end this session, we're gonna have kind of like a little end scene shot here. Mm-hmm. Baxter, you kind of walk off and you see Rowan reach into their coat pocket and pull out the letter you had thrown away. No! 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 <laughs> oh, no. And Rowan considers for a moment and rips up the letter. <sighs> wow. Wow. It means they read it, but they chose not to confront me about it. Or talk to me about it. You never have any Yet. Yet? Oh my god. That's definitely coming up. <laughs> Next week on Petticoats and Proposals. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we are going to end our session tonight. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a good night, variables. For a dress fitting for the uh, harvest ball. Oh no, autumnal ball. Oh man, I'm just getting everything wrong today. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? You do know that there is. I can hear the variables typing right now. Like, she said it was the fucking autumnal ball the first time, and the harvest in episode three. <laughs> this is the thing that gets me cancelled, and I don't even have a Twitter. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm gonna fuck this whole cart, baby. <laughs> There's our end of episode bit. (laughs) Ivy and Phoebe. I I need more tea. I needed more tea. (laughs) Sarah, no. You're already dangerously high on tea.
<laughs> tea intake is, is so high. Yeah. The gauge, it doesn't mean <laughs> it in Critical tea. <laughs> but I need that Earl Grey, Nick. I need it. The Earl Grey gauge split, splintered an hour ago. <laughs> Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.